So let me get these alerts off so I can see what I'm doing. Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, trending. No, Triumph Tuesday. Yeah, I gotta get my dates all together. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol. So, aka Naughty Boss, live with two assistants. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, Triumph Tuesday on this May 31st, 2022. And, <laughs> excuse me, <coughs> um, obviously, the last day of the month, um, we are back. We thought we were going to be able to record when we were in California. It didn't work out that way, but we had a flipping blast. Um, we were somewhat jet lagged, but, you know, coming back to uh, feeling like ourselves again and, you know, it's always, um, I don't want to say funny, but you, you, when you're traveling, you notice, you know, very unique things and uh, yeah, so it was just, it was an amazing family time, beautiful wedding at the vineyard. Um, I just can't say enough great things about it. Yeah, it was a fun time. And, you know, there was a couple times we were going to go live. And then, you know, we were really, you know, just in the moment of, of being with family. And we had some, so many laughs. But speaking of family, before we get too much into that, I want to wish our cousin Cody Ekstrom a happy 21st birthday. Our cousin Eileen's son, 21 years old. This young man, we first met him only a few years ago. We were highly impressed with, with him. You know, he's just a nice, nice gentleman very he reminds me of like you know someone you know sometimes you see somebody young and they just have that old soul that's what he reminds me of so we are wishing him a happy 21st birthday uh today's may 31st the last day of the month uh also uh our good friends happy anniversary to mark and linda today is their anniversary i can't remember what date it is uh i want to say it's like 47th anniversary. I'm not 100% sure. I'm usually pretty good with numbers. Something on that 47, 48, maybe even 49, but I don't think it's, well, it might be 49. No, it's definitely not 49. I think it's 48. But it's funny how those numbers, you know, just kind of go through your head of that pop up and you think, like, how could you even remember them? I do vaguely remember them being uh, a couple of years behind us, but I'm not 100% exactly sure when. But whatever it is, doesn't matter about the number. Happy anniversary to them. And it's the last day of the month. This is the last day of the month. Very, very big for a lot of entrepreneurs getting their uh, last minute things going with their teams or whatever they're excited about at the same time that they're preparing for the next month, which uh, tomorrow will be June 1st. So, you know, triumphing over what could be things that you triumphed over. Well, one of the big things that was trending all weekend that myself had to triumph over was the delay and delay and or a sudden cancellation of your flight. Now, funny thing is, I have flown JetBlue, I don't know, six, just in the last two and a half years, over 60 times. And I've been, a, a, I would say, a, a, a very dependable customer because even before that, I, I flew a lot as well. And JetBlue would always be my, you know, my first choice. I've never, I think I've had two delays with them, one a little bit more longer than the other, but nothing unusual. These things happen You when you travel. That's one of the chances you take when you travel that you may have some issues that come up. You may have delays come up. You may have, uh, whether that's a weather delay or whatever, but obviously 
with the last two and a half years, this was probably since what I call the United States, you know, opening up because Florida has been open for much sooner than a lot of the other states that are around us. So I would say this is probably the very first weekend other than last Thanksgiving weekend, which they had some similar issues where you got that huge volume of people traveling. It was Memorial Day weekend. It's always a bit busy wedding weekend. I can't tell you how many weddings, uh, anniversaries and or weddings I've attended uh, that were really taken on the uh, Memorial Day weekend holiday. And a lot of people plan it accordingly to that because that allows, you know, extra time on the weekend, extra party time, you know, especially if it's a desi uh, uh, destination wedding, you know, you get those extra days in. So I wasn't, wasn't uh, not surprised um, because the night before when we were watching TV, right before we went to, to bed, you know, they were talking about how many people were in surging, you know, surging the, the San Diego area. And that was playing in the back of my head because I'm thinking, well, Sunday shouldn't be as busy as Monday, but you never know with the, you know with those kind of Monday holidays. Some people, even though they're going away for the holiday, they still want to be home by the holiday when the holiday reaches, which is usually that Monday. So you just never know. So sure enough, I'm out with uh, Ryan and uh, our our brother Fran, and we were traveling all through La Jolla and specifically La Jolla Cove. Absolutely breathtaking views. Great restaurants, great bars, great uh, little boutique type shops. And so we, for about an hour and a half, the three of us kind of split up to venture out. Ryan uh, ended up going to the beach where he got more red tomato-y looking. So he, he, his face got pretty burnt. Fran went to, back to the car because he needed a nap. And, you know, I just kind of explored. And then, of course my phone needs charging. And I knew it was fast approaching the time that the Celtics would be playing. So I ended up going to Duke's right on, uh, overlooks the, the Bay slash ocean Pacific. And it just, you know, you got the cliffs, you have this, you know, the waves crashing, breath breathtaking views. So I sat at the bar, I was charging my phone. And then Lord and behold, the other two chime in, you know, where are you at? I said, I'm here. Freeanne, of course, was hungry. Now, Ryan and I weren't super hungry because literally we had lunch like three, four hours before that. And we're like, you're hungry again? Okay, no worries. We'll go to the upstairs bar uh, because it's a little bit more open. You'll get to see the views and we'll watch the game. Having a great time talking to some, you know, local people. It's fun when you travel and you get to talk to people sitting at the bar. Watching a spectacular game, you know, we watched the first half there and it was great. Uh, Celtics were on point. They were doing, oh, let me just dim that there, let him know I can't speak right now. And all of a sudden, you know, we ordered, uh, Brian and I order hummus with veggies, you know, Fran gets his burger. And all of a sudden I get this phone call, this weird phone call, but it says JetBlue on it because I have JetBlue numbers programmed in. I'm like, oh, this can't be good. So I pick up and it's an automatic message, uh, you know, trying to reach Carol Serene, just to let you know your flight's canceled. <laughs> your, your flight is canceled. And it was one of those moments where, I don't know if you remember the movie um, Breaking Away, um, old movie. And there's a funny moment in the movie where uh, 
this young son is his his dad works at a or owns a used car lot and the some patrons come back to bring the car back in and it's broken and they're asking for a refund so the father's like refund refund so the, the his son who's about to enter college says papa he's calling him papa papa you know just so you know we, we have to be a man of our word and you know you got to give him back his money so shortly after that the father has a heart attack so the next scene is he's in the hospital and that's all you hear him say refund refund and i started cracking up because i'm like cancel cancel they're getting me canceled so i'm like i've never i've had to, to deal with delays i've never had somebody just call up and say you know your flight's canceled so i go back to look at emails and sure enough like 20 minutes prior to that they had sent out an email stating that the, the flight would be delayed. Now, our, the original flight time was 9.45 p.m. San Diego time. So now they stretched it to 1.16 a.m. in the morning. And then 20 minutes later, they just canceled it. So frequently when it, you get, you know, where they don't go through the whole go to the airport and you're, you're delayed 20 minutes, half hour, hour, two hours in that long stretch, they just went for the kill. They just went for the cancel. And, you know, it could have been of where it was originated from. A lot of people said that there was some bad weather in Miami. It was raining. Well, we have bad weather in Florida. You know, you, you do get those tropical storms. So that shouldn't have been any big issue because nothing really other than some rain came down. But anyways, it is what it is. So I got Ryan to my left, Fran to, uh, to my uh, Ryan to my right, Fran to my left. I said, okay, start looking. Let me see. Let me see if I can get a hold of JetBlue. Of course, you call JetBlue and... Um, you can now go on your True Blues, you know, website. It'll be faster and blah, 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 blah. You'll have a, a wait time of 120 minutes. A lot of times they do it in minutes. And I'm actually glad they do because it, you know, resonates with you better. You know, an hour and 20 doesn't sound too much. When it, 122 minutes. I'm not waiting online. I'm watching a Celtics game. We'll figure this out. So, you know, Lord behold, great. We we find a flight out fairly, fairly soon, not with JetBlue, with Alaska, but it leaves at 7 a.m. But it's a nonstop, but it goes to Orlando. So originally I was flying to Fort Lauderdale. I'm like, okay, you know, well, I was picking up a rental car there, you know, that, that's an easy fix. Uh, John can pick me up in Orlando. Not a, that's fine. But then you don't know because I've never dealt with a canceled flight. So we make the decision that I'm gonna to go to the airport with the two of them because I thought, well, if it's not leaving until 7 a.m., maybe there's a hotel close by, but I wanna see what the procedure is with JetBlue Jet because I, you know, they're the ones who cancel it on me. So you, know, you go and you know, who wants to spend hours waiting in line, but that's what you gotta do, so I did. And basically, you know, they don't give it, obviously they don't know that, you know, the, the people behind the desk do not know. And, you know, I was watching other couples and other family members go up and they're just beside themselves, you know, arguing, you know, you can't do this. So, and, and where I was in place in line, I already knew there was no way they were going to find me a flight that quickly. And it would be, they might find me a flight, but it would be a two to three day events which i wasn't not gonna go along with so i had the alaska flight in my kind of my pocket 
but I still want to go through the, the right channels. So I look, so it's my turn to go up and I, I look at the people behind me. I said, don't worry. Cause they were like, why are these people there? Some of the couples were up there for you know an hour and they only had two agents. And then all of a sudden they finally got three more to come in to handle the crowd. Cause it's a fairly big crowd. So I said, I promise you, I won't be that long. And they're like, you're going to find a flight that quick. And I said, just, you know, we'll see what happens. So I go up there and, and, you know, I said, well, you know, what's your procedure? What flight do you have available? So the flight they had available for me at that point, because you got to remember there's many other people in front of me. I would fly from San Diego to Boston. And I believe it was like a 10 hour layover. And then I would go from Boston to Orlando. And I'm like, well, if I'm going up north, I stay up, like I'm going to stay a few days. So that's, you know, not doing that. And, but I knew I had to get back because I'm traveling again this upcoming weekend. So I'm like, yeah. And I, you know, meetings and just things going on. I said, no, I got to get home. So I said, no, that's not going to happen. So I said, then what is your procedure? If, you know, if I find a flight on my own, which I already knew I had a flight. So they're like, yeah, you know, if you don't book through us, um, you can't, um, you can't, uh, you know, get the voucher for the hotel. So I'm like, okay, well, that's not really a big deal because in my mind, I already knew I had a 7 a.m. flight. And right now it's, you know, eight o'clock. So not, not really a big deal. So I do that. And then long story short, they tell me, well, we can't give you the voucher. We can give you a, a full credit on your flight. And I'm like, and I hope then some, because the flight, if I find a flight, it's probably going to be more. So the flight that they were going to put me on, there was one seat left. Guess how much it was? <laughs> They're going to die. Sorry about that. How much? $906. Uh, now, I wouldn't have had it. They would have put me on it. Right. But that's how much it would have been, $906. I'm like, I, this is just crazy. So uh, long story short, I wasn't at the counter very long. I said, just refund me, you know, the amount of money. And, you know, I will follow up with the email come Monday or Tuesday, which is today. And I will follow up with the email and hopefully they'll, they'll make it right for, you know, because a lot of people were really severely stranded. Like there was one woman I felt so bad for. She was traveling. Obviously, we were going to Fort Lauderdale. And then she had another flight out of Miami to go home. She was from Amsterdam. And she's supposed to fly out today. And she was not sure. There was no flights back to Fort Lauderdale for today. And she had to get back to that area because she was taking another flight out of Miami International to go back home to Amsterdam. So there was just a lot of quirky things like that. And I thought, you know, you're not in control of it and you got to triumph over it. And when you, when you travel, you know, the bottom line is you always take that chance, even the best of times. Now, what they're obviously saying is there was a, a lot more people and obviously they've got a pilot shortage. So I'm sure it had something to do with that. I could not really see that it was anything severely related to weather because the, the radar didn't support that. So that's what I'm assuming. It was probably that. So the person behind the counter has no control over, you know, a shortage of pilots. She has no control. They're just trying to do the job. So I argue with them. So I just said, she was, I said, well, it's disappointing. I said, it's, it's disappointing that you're telling me that the protocol is that the difference in the flight cost that JetBlue would not make up. So I won't. I said, you know, I'll address that with the appropriate people. And I said, I'm disappointed that just because I choose not to take a flight that you're offering that's not conducive to what I where I got to go um, doesn't get me home in time where 
I was expected to be, I still think you know you've already stranded your customer that you would still would give the voucher for a hotel. Funny thing on that piece now. So I go to Alaska Airlines to get my boarding pass for the next morning while I was there. And I said, well, you know, this time it's now, you know, 930 at night, quarter to 10 at night. Where am I going to find a hotel? Which I probably could have found one, but I got to be back at, you know, 5 a.m. So I'm like, oh, we'll just crash here. So, you know, a bunch of us get into, you know, go to the gate. And I have a little nightcap. And I just kind of relax, you know, as, as much as you can relax at a whole, you know, at an airport, the chairs are not the most comfortable, but you make do. And I dozed off and all of a sudden I feel somebody like lightly tapping me. And, you know, you're kind of nervous because you got all your belongings around. You're like, you get your style, like, ma'am, ma'am, um, you can't sleep here. And I thought, well, what if this was a flight delay? And they're like, oh, no, security's closed now. I, and I've never seen an airport do this. this is, again, this was another first. So they closed the, the security. So when they know there's no more flights coming in, and even though there's passengers that are stranded, and maybe this is the same uh, procedure at other airports. I've just never experienced it before. So we had to leave the, like, you know, you go through TSA to where the gates are. You had to leave the gate. I'm like, we've already been through security. Everything's closed down. What do you think we're going to do? We're going to have a toilet paper party? throwing toilet paper like i don't know because they still have security there they can still monitor it but i'm like okay whatever go to the other side gotta go through this gate and literally you know that's when you see the volumes of people and people are on the floor you know all the chairs are taken and there are not a lot of chairs in that area because that's right before tsa and i thought oh this is going to be fun so now it's like you know i'm awake it's 2 a.m and i'm looking around i said there's no i'm not sitting on a floor you know with my hip and knee and all that. There's no way I'm sitting on the floor and I wouldn't do it anyways. So I find a wheelchair. There's a whole stack of wheelchairs. <laughs> I grab a wheelchair and they were not the comfy wheelchairs, by the way. That was okay. As long as I had somewhere to sit. So I sat and then TSA opened up two hours later, which that's the whole thing that I thought was kind of bizarre. You're making people leave for a couple hours only to go back in. Oh, well, you got to do it, right? You got to follow orders. So 4 a.m. I go back in you know, flight doesn't leave till seven. So I, I uh, you know, got to the bathroom, had a chance to change clothes, freshen up, because I had all my stuff with me, which was great. And I, I waited for the for the flight. Alaska, I've never flown them before. I highly recommend them. They've got the, the big, big leather chairs uh, back in the day where most planes had them. Very comfortable, great, great staff no issues great uh takeoff great landing and from what i understand they always do non-stops to the san diego area out of orlando so that's good to remember so yeah so today is jet lag day which is normal after you travel and you know when you're another thing you have to triumph over when you're traveling is if there's a time delay so if you have a, uh you're coming in from a different time zone it takes one hour for every hour of a, a time change. It takes one week for your body, your health and wellness, your mind, your gut to get back in order. So it's, a, so it's like a three week process. And ironically, I won't even have time to adjust to that because I'm traveling next weekend, but then the following week I'm back in San Diego. So my body's going to be gone. So I've already got the mindset that I'm just letting my body do what it's going to do. Do my best to be in control of, you know, make sure I'm hydrating, like all of you should be hydrating, 
uh, you know, when you travel, you don't necessarily eat the same way. I think I did pretty good overall, other than, you know, more extra guacamole that I wouldn't normally have because, you know, we went to Old Town, San Diego, which was fun. And I ate a lot of guacamole there. And then there was another place we ate gu guacamole. So, I mean, it just, you know, you just got to, you got to try it for all those things. But I, what I tell people when you're traveling, you got to be patient and understand not only is it out of your control, usually the person that you're dealing with, it's out of their control too. So just be kind. So that was my long spiel. On my yeah, you know, traveling is, um, we uh, all act differently. You know, my, my tummy gets a little nerve wracked, I guess. I don't know how to describe it. Um, so I'm prepared for that and make sure I have, you know, the necessary things. But, you know, when you travel, patience goes a long way. Like even when you feel that frustration, like I felt some frustration going with TSA and I'm just kind of like, ah, going with the flow, even when, um, you know, one of the agents kind of yelled in my direction and you got to move out of there. And I was waiting for one more thing. And um, it, it's very interesting though, like I said, what you notice and how you notice it. So, you know, having never been to Chicago uh, Midway, um, obviously going back, I was more used to it. So there was like this little tucked away area uh, with some tables and, you know, where I could plug in, you know, my devices and whatnot and just relax a little bit. That, that was tough because um, I had a five hour uh, layover, but you know, that uh, you just have to deal with it. And, you know, I was famished and I will say though, uh, about uh, airline, um, I should say airport food sucks. It just does. It does suck. You know, and it, it's annoying because, you know, you want some healthy choices. Uh, I'm just going to respond to Sandy's joining us. Uh, yep, she loves her avocados. I know she uses those in a lot of her different. Uh, oh, I'm watching my husband right outside my door cut my purple flowers down. Do not cut them down. Oh, bam, bam. He's cutting them right in front of my eyes. Speaking of purple flowers, and good morning, Sandy, by the way. Yes, Sandy says she gets dehydrated too. And that that's the one thing that, you know, elevation, you know, plays a plays havoc on your, uh, your, your hydration, your skin, um, your ears, you know, all those things that, you know, you have to take a play. And then you get, you get down on the ground. Now, ironically, when we were in La Jolla on Sunday, you know, again different elevation i believe the elevation in san diego is 1000 feet above sea level and la jolla was like 800 and temecula was another so your body even goes through i know when we were traveling we had a van you know family members in the van and some some ears would pop and some wouldn't and you know it, it had to do with who was drinking more water than others i th i found and you have to do that you have to keep hydrating you have to keep um, trying to the best of your ability to eat the things that you normally would to keep on track for those belly issues, don't you think, Jan? Oh, absolutely. The hydration is very important. And, you know, I was lucky as far as, you know, I flew Southwest um, to have be in the A boarding, you know, where they have different sections. I was in the A category. So I was able to get on fairly quickly. And I try to sit in the, um, the aisle seat as much as possible because, you know, with a long flight, you know, I'm in that respectable age bracket where, 
you know, I need to get up easily enough, obviously, to get to the lavatory. Um, I, when I did fly back from Midway to back to Harford, I had a new, I was on a new aircraft. Um, it was beautiful. It was very roomy. Um, but oh, the trip just, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, like you said, so many laughs and just the views. Um, yeah, San, Sandy mentioned about uh, San Diego. Yes, it's absolutely yes. gorgeous. Coronado, which we didn't get to see. We got to see La Jolla, but I'm going to try to get in Coronado in when I go back in another week or so. Because there are like, there's just so much to see, so much to do. And the other thing, the other big thing, even if you're not in that expect, uh, you know, that age bracket where you have to get up, you still should be getting up. Uh, when I got off the plane, and because that was like my really, it's a nonstop, but I was just, too comfortable the seats were comfortable i'm like i'm not gonna you know i can just have little sips of water well the, when the time that i did finally get up my ankles were like cankles elephantitis as i call it so the, my calves my ankles are still swollen so today i'm making sure that you know definitely no sodium hydration uh floating on the pool doing some movement in the pool is uh what the doctor ordered for me today and it's that's one of the things about being on a long flight is even if you don't have to go to the bathroom, you still need to get up and get that movement, get that blood flowing, because that's what can occur is you you get you know that water and it just you know just shoots right to the legs because you're in that position for so long. So I think part of that had to do with waiting around at the airport and then then a long flight on top of it did not do uh, that for me uh, too well. So yeah, I'm looking at still looking at. Elephantitis legs. Yuck. <laughs> Hate when that happens. <laughs> yeah, but oh my God, what a great trip. What, what, what tra travel trick, travel advice ah, would you give? Great question, because I noticed this obviously with the packing procedure. And then, of course, the packing procedure coming home. So here is my advice. Take, like if you're going for four days, take three days of clothes. You only, you know, pack as limited as possible because when you're out and about, you know, you go into this store, you buy a little this, you buy a little that. Well, I had to open up the extender on my suitcase. And when I tell you I was packed and could not fit in anything else, could not fit in even in my backpack, every little crevice was filled. So <laughs> pack very light. If you're going, like I said, for however amount of days, like um, divide that in half and bring that many clothes. I mean, you can always find a, a washer dryer somewhere because you know you're gonna go, go out to different places. Oh, you know, buy this t-shirt, this sweatshirt. That's true. And obviously in like the first, when you bring your carry on, cause a lot of people do like to check their luggage and to the, this trip really was my first time bringing my luggage on with me, which I love so much better, um, is whatever <laughs> is your main pocket, like to make sure you have handy in there, you know, your chapstick or, you know, maybe um, your tummy pills, the Tums or, you know, stuff like that. So it's easily accessible. So those are my, um, my travel tips. Those are awesome. Uh, I always say, 
uh, because I do generally pack now for an overhead and under the seat. I try not to check in luggage. And if I'm not checking in luggage, and even if I am checking in luggage, I always make sure I've got one outfit in that's with me. So in my carry on, you know, or whatever, my toiletries. Uh, because again, if you get stranded at the airport and, you know, I have a deodorant, I have, you know, my toothbrush, I have, I even pack a washcloth so I can wash my face and, you know, set of makeup, whatever I'm you know, going to put on my face. Uh, I have that with me. And of course, obviously my nutritional gut health, I always pack an extra day, thankfully, you know, here I was stuck. So I always pack an extra day. So I have that with me, but whatever your essentials are. And then for those of us that really have to be careful, you know, that our tummies get disrupted, pack some of your favorite treats, you know, a protein bar, you know, anything that's small and, and that you can carry with you for an emergency. Uh, so if you're, you're, you're stuck somewhere and in this particular case, you're stuck somewhere and you know, you're there late at night, a lot of the restaurants are closed. You can even get a bottle of water. So make sure, you know, you kind of look at your surroundings. What are some things that I de desperately need that I couldn't take through security? One of them being bottled water. So grab a bottle of water so you have it. And then just make sure you've got all your necessity toiletries and a change of clothing. I do agree with packing light. However, I, I can't do it. I always pack, I do the opposite. I pack one outfit extra. But what I've learned over, over my years of, of packing is color coordination. So in other words, if like this particular trip, the color was pink, I was wearing a lot of pink. So that limited me because I'm like a flip-flop plus shoe person to, you know, I only brought one pair of black flip-flops, a pair of pink, and then my pink dress shoes. So that limited that piece to it. I didn't have to pack an extra pocketbook. You know, I had the same color jewelry that I needed. Um, so I try to pack with coordination of my colors so that keeps my packing down. But you're right, because I did buy a great sweatshirt. Uh, it was an American flag sweatshirt, which was really cool. And those are bulky. But the good thing about that is I wore it yesterday. And then my other sweatshirt I used as a blanket. So I didn't have those two bulky items uh, in. But yes, on the way home, I did have to use the expander too. And I didn't, you know, I bought mostly small things. So it could have been just the way I packed. I don't know. But, you know, th those are those are some great tips. Like even if you're going away for the weekend, you know, and you're not flying somewhere, maybe you're going to someone's house, maybe you're, you know, at a hotel, uh, camping, whatever it may be, make sure that those easily things that you need are readily available for you so you're not scrambling. So those are some great tips on this Triumph Tuesday. We gave you some great tips on traveling and how you triumph over adversities that happen that are out of your control. Uh, I'm really excited about Trending Thursday this week because I've got a couple of things. One item that um, uh, is, a, which is a, a cool trending item. I'll give you a hint. I should have taken it with me but I forgot. And then there was another great traveling item that I did take with me that came to good use. So I'm going to be sharing those on Thursday. So I'm excited about that. Well, I have to say that I believe that I know what those two things are. Could be totally off wrong. And I will chat. I want to chat further about my, um, you know, going through security because I have more to add to that. But on that note, we hope that you triumph over adversity. Hydrate well, it's going to be hot 
in a lot of areas in the country today. Um, come back tomorrow. We will be on at 11 a.m. with our guests. So come back often. We'd love to have you. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0, and I'm with two. This is, and this is Carol, so a.k.a. Nani Bus live. Getting my jet lag on, or getting it off, I should say, and nurturing my elephantitis legs. What are you going to be triumphing over? I'm sure whatever it is, you're going to do marvelous, and you're going to keep that in your book and your checklist so you can celebrate that on Fantabulous Friday. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow for Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.